We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. No matter who you are or where you come from, you have the power to dream. Embrace that. Dream big, spectacular, electrifying dreams. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle and today the theme for our show is the gift of dreams. And I'm Jennifer Lee. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are for Teens. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. With this week's theme, The Gift of Dreams, we're going to examine how dreams give us the impetus to reach further and soar higher than we could have ever imagined. I want to share with you all my rendition of a song that I really think uh, speaks to this topic, and it's called Imagine by John Lennon, and I really hope you enjoy. Imagine there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Imagine there's no countries It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill or die for No religion to Imagine Someday you'll join us 
possessions I wonder if you Wow, Jennifer, thank you for that gift so much. You blow me away with your musical talent every time. (laughs) Um, But have you ever wondered why exactly we dream and what brain mechanisms underlie the process of dreaming? I know I have. So here's health rap reporter Alex Palakos with the details. Hello, Alex. Hello. Uh, As you know, my name's Alex, and here's my health rap. Tonight's radio show is devoted to our dreams. It's really interesting that so many different professions are fascinated by dreams, from poets and philosophers to psychologists and psychiatrists, and all the way to scientists and neurologists, humans have wondered why we dream and what they mean to us. Fortunately, science has been able to shed some insight on the subject of dreams, and what they have found is that dreams actually are helpful to us in our waking lives. For starters, it is known that most of our dreams occur during what is known as REM sleep, or rapid eye movement. During this REM sleep, our heartbeat quickens, body temperature lowers, our eyes move rapidly side to side, we average five to six cycles of REM sleep in a typical eight-hour sleep, lasting about two hours in total. But here's the real interesting thing. REM dreams are more intense more visual, more complicated, and even stranger than non-REM dreams. That happens because the part of our brain that we use for our reasoning abilities and our logical thinking goes dormant during REM sleep. All this is happening even though our brain is more active during REM sleep than when we are awake. No wonder why dreams can be so bizarre. Our brain is working, but without logic or reason. But these dreams are very useful to us. Brain scan studies show that the regions of the brain that are active during dreaming are the same ones responsible for processing memories and emotions when we're awake. Because of this, many researchers believe that our dreams help us work through problems and stress and emotions which might be unresolved from our waking life. And that's not all. When we are dreaming in our REM sleep, Researchers have discovered that our brains have a sharp decrease in the levels of norepinephrine. This brain chemical is most associated with stress. So, what is happening is that most times in our REM dreams, we are reprocessing emotional experiences that happen in our waking life. But because of the reduced stress because of the reduced levels of stress chemicals, 
we are able to reprocess these experiences in a more stress-free environment. Because of this, dreams can lessen the emotional intensity of our waking life problems and help us cope better when we are awake. Dreams also have some other helpful functions in our lives. Researchers have found that dreams may be very useful in solving problems or conflicts that are confounding us in our waking life. Some problems, whether academic problems or even personal problems, can confuse us and not appear to have a solution. While you may have heard the expression about thinking out of the box, it basically means trying to looking trying to look at a problem in a completely different way. Because dreams are very visual and often illogical, they can actually help us in this out-of-the-box thinking that helps with solving problems. So you can see, dreams can play a very important role helping us deal with emotions, handle stress, and even solve problems from our waking lives. Wow, that is so interesting. You know, I remember there was this period of time when I was really interested in like dream therapy and dream research. And I remember reading that also during REM sleep, our sort of muscle movements are restricted. And that kind of helps because we're dreaming such crazy, um, illogical things. We might be kind of compelled to act on them. But thankfully, our muscle movements are kind of restricted. So we don't have that problem. So that's really, really interesting, Alex. And are there any other things about dreams that researchers have discovered? Uh, Yes. Uh, For example... Researchers believe that dreams also tap into our subconscious feelings and can reveal our secret desires. That's why it can be important to pay attention to the dreams that you can remember. They might be trying to tell you something, maybe something you were afraid to admit yourself in your waking life. I feel like I've really heard that before, and um, especially that really last part of your segment. I think that there's a lot of actually people that we think hear about every single day, like scientists and authors and designers that actually get a lot of their ideas from dreams that I've heard of. So do you think, uh, Alex, do scientists interpret these dreams literally, though? Um, Not usually. A lot of times the imagery in a dream may be connected to a real-life problem in a more visual way. For example, suppose you are dreaming you are in a race, but you can't seem to run any faster than a snail's pace no matter how hard you try. That doesn't necessarily mean you're about to enter a race and are afraid you will do poorly. It might suggest, however, that you have some big event in your life that that you are very worried about doing well in, you know, like a test in school or a presentation at work or other stressful things like that. Ah, okay. And do you think that all dreams are important? You know, that's a really good question. Because the truth is, while dreams can be very important to our waking lives, we should remember that they are often a random jumbling or many incoherent and silly thoughts. Sometimes dreams can just be a big pile of nonsense. Mm, Okay, so I I get what you mean. So we kind of have to exercise some good judgment in whether or not we want to read too deeply into our dreams. I think there's a whole school of thought that believes the dreams are kind of the be-all, end-all of your course of actions and the solvers of all your problems. But I do agree that we kind of need to exercise some better judgment in there and not think that our dreams are totally going to answer our problems or solve our issues. So Yeah, I think the main point is while they're important, they are dreams, so they should definitely be taken with a grain of salt. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think brain science and dreams and all this stuff is really intriguing. And, you know, I was talking to my AP psychology teacher before I graduated high school, and he was talking about how the brain is kind of the new frontier. And so there's so much left regarding brain science yet to be discovered. And so I think anyone looking for a really interesting job should think about heading into this kind of field because there's so many questions we don't have answers to yet. So thank you very much, Alex, for engaging in this thrilling discussion about how dreams are generated and why dreams matter. It's incredible what the world of science has been able to reveal to us. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more, I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Jennifer Lee. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on dreams. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today our show is all about the gift of dreams. And I'm Jennifer Lee. To help solidify the value of dreams, we're going to read a story from our book, Be The Star You Are For Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. This story was written by our wonderful producer, Cynthia Bryan. Enjoy! Do you spend time daydreaming? I sure hope so. Imagine the life you want to live. Are you interested in doing what you love and loving what you do? Do you want to earn a living and learn a living? You can do and be anything you want in life if you have the courage to dream big enough 
and then do what is necessary to implement those dreams. You can achieve anything in life and make a living by doing it when you identify what you want, believe you can get it, and persevere until you have it. Although parents want what is best for their kids, often parents attempt to decide the life path for their teens. I'm always encouraging parents to allow their children to follow their hearts and discover their own career. When we are passionate about an opportunity, we excel. I was one of those kids always getting in trouble in class because I was talking or asking too many questions. Curious and interested in other people, it was second nature to me to understand what made others tick. Chatty Cathy would have been a better name for me than Cynthia. The irony is that today I am an international speaker earning a living, talking by motivating audiences to be the stars they are. My parents told me that by the time I was three, I was actively performing for aunts, uncles, and cousins at weekly Sunday get-togethers. If there weren't people to entertain, I'd dance, sing, and talk to the farm animals. Perhaps it was the applause and giggles that whetted my appetite. But somehow, at a young age, I always knew I wanted to be an actor. This is not what my parents had envisioned for me. So being an obedient child, I then dreamed of becoming a nun. At 18, when I flew to Ireland to visit the convent, my first grade teacher, Sister Mary Germain, suggested that I was indeed better suited for the bright lights of Hollywood. Thank goodness she understood my passions. Just... Think how I would have tormented those holy souls with my singing, dancing, antics, and talking. Just because you have a dream, it doesn't mean it will come true without hard work. Nothing of great value in life comes easily. The things of highest value sometimes come hard. The gold that has the greatest value lies deepest in the earth, as do, do the diamonds, said Norman Vincent Peale. Happiness is doing what you love and loving what you do. The bigger your dreams, the brighter your future. Here are the steps I teach to living your dreams. First of all, dream the dream. If you don't already know what your dream is, the best way to find out is to brainstorm what you love in life. What are you really, really, really good at? What do you love to do? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you try? Second, write the plan. Write everything down on paper. You can't get where you want to get unless you know where you are going. You must consider ways you can create the reality of your dream. Make a list of what you will need to do, where you will need to go, and how you'll do it. Third, get the skills. Talent and skills are different. Everyone is born with innate talents, but skills are learned and developed. Get educated, take a class, find the mentor, hire a coach, learn your trade. Then you can blend your talent with your new skills. Next, go into action. It's up to you to make it happen. Don't expect your doorbell to ring with the offer of a lifetime. You'll need to pound the pavement, send out the resumes, proposals, and manuscripts. Join organizations that may need your services, networks with everyone you know, Talk to people, ask for help, share your dream. Fifth, find support. Surround yourself with people who support your desires and believe in your ability to prevail. Just one person is enough to start with. Hire a coach who will be your greatest advocate. You need a champion you can depend on. No one ever succeeds alone. Sixth, believe in yourself. 
No plan can succeed if you lack faith in yourself. Trust in yourself and all the possibilities the universe offers. Conceive, believe, achieve. You can be and do. And once you've developed your plan, stop worrying about things you can't control. Work hard. Don't be attached to outcomes. And remember to enjoy the moment. You have a dream and you have a strategy. Now follow it. Now here are a couple of questions that you need to ask yourself to help you discover your dreams, find out where your fears reside, and get moving in the right direction. And you really want to be able to answer these questions truthfully and spontaneously. Nothing is too outrageous. Just write down what you feel, want, need, and desire, no matter how silly you think it may be. Write down your first responses, because usually those are the most honest. So the first thing you want to ask yourself is what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? You know, what, what really wakes you up? It's not that alarm clock. It's your goals. What goals motivate you in the morning? Second, if you were told you have three years to live, how would you spend your days? Would you keep doing more of the same? Or would it finally be time to shake things up a bit? Now think about it. Why do you have to wait till you're told that you only have a certain amount of time to live? Why not shake things up now and start living the life you've always imagined? Third. Yeah, and, and that quote, uh, sorry to interrupt, but oh, that no, really perfect. reminds me of this quote that says, I think it's a, it's a proverb, but it says, the, the, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. And I think that really resonates with that question. Yes, yes. And it reminds me of another quote, too. I think it was said by Eleanor Roosevelt. And it is, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> I love it. I have it on a little bookmark that I always yeah. use for any book I read. And it's so perfect. And, mm -hmm. you know, I actually have a little quote book that I keep for myself. Because I love, love quotes. I don't know. They're just that one, that, that thing that just kind of wake me up when I need a little yeah. a push, an impetus to keep moving forward in my life. I love anytime I come across a quote, not even necessarily by a really famous or eminent person, even something that someone might just, you know, someone I meet every day or someone who I'm standing in line behind at the grocery store. Sometimes people just say things that kind of spark my mind a little bit and I yeah. jot them down in my notebook and I look mm -hmm. back at that notebook. I refer back to it whenever I need that jolt of inspiration. Yeah. So I think the third question you really have to ask yourself is if there were no limitations, including money, skills, education, or family obligations, what would be your ultimate passion to pursue in this lifetime? Now, that's probably a really hard question, I think, for a lot of people to answer, because the reality is we do have all of those additional factors sometimes bogging us down. You know, we have different responsibilities. Perhaps we didn't even choose them. They were just kind of laid down upon on us. And it's really hard to escape them. And I think one of the perennial struggles of life is figuring out how to balance everything you want to do with everything you sort of have to do, everything yeah. you kind of want to create for yourself with everything that's already been given to you, striking that happy medium it is part of the journey, I think. So the next question on the questionnaire is, list your favorite hobbies or leisure time activities, things that make you lose track of time. And I know that so many people have a real diverse number of things that they like to do. And like, personally, I love to sing as you heard in the previous segment. So that would be something that I would list down. And then secondly, 
you name people who love and support you. You can count on these people 100%. So my parents, they do love and support me. <laughs> but they sometimes happen to be the kind of people that keep me on the ground sometimes when I, when I want to, when I dream something huge. So I think it's also great to have people that love and support you, but also keep, keep you um, headed in the right direction as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of term that our star supporters, right? So it's you running the race, but you have these people on the sidelines cheering you on. And I think yeah. that's really essential because, of course, I think one of the struggles in life is learning to become your own cheerleader. But it's always nice to have some cheerleaders on the side when you're feeling down and you need that impetus, that jolt of energy and excitement to continue to do what you love to do. It's always nice to have people that you can count on. Another question I think you really have to pose for yourself is, do you have a mentor? And if so, who is he or she and why? Now, I think one of the keys to picking a mentor is it cannot be someone who completely agrees with you on everything. You know, I think sometimes we have the tendency to think that if someone totally 100% agrees with us and supports us on everything, then they're a true friend or a mentor in a way. But I think you really want to find a mentor who's going to kind of challenge you, you know, push you to your limits a little bit, push you out of that comfort zone. You don't want to be completely 100% agreeing on everything because then there's no room for growth. Yeah, definitely. I had this music teacher, uh, I think, last year, and she did this workshop with me, and it was incredibly tough. She made me cry, and I was—I hated her for a good two solid <laughs> days. I just hated her. I just wanted her to leave our 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 like rehearsal room. But now that I think about it, and at the end of the camp, I really truly appreciated what she did for me because she really pushed me to be a better person and a better musician and it was just wonderful to have her there right right and now you probably love her and adore her and admire yes. her for the oh my god yeah <laughs> we're mad at her before yeah that's so funny and that, that's such a great illustration of this concept I think and I think a very very important question also to pose for yourself is what do you fear I was just reading the book lean in by Sheryl Sandberg and she talks about a plaque at Facebook this little plaque that hung above a door and it said what would you do today if you weren't afraid? And I think that's the sort of mindset you really have to craft and maintain for yourself because that's the way you should journey through life if you want to live fantastically. Yeah. So thank you very much, Jennifer, for this terrific discussion. Dream big and the future will be yours. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Hannah Hundel. And I'm Jennifer Lee. Also remember to visit our charity site at btsya.org for info on upcoming events, activities, and more. We'll be back in the next segment as we continue our conversation on dreams. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today's hot topic is the gift of dreams. And I'm Jennifer Lee. We're going to continue diving into this multifaceted topic, this time by turning to a very inspiring woman, Ilana Harkavy. She's an L.A.-based recording artist slash songwriter and entrepreneur with a passion for female empowerment. Ilana is debuting her first solo EP, Just Girl, which will be the first release from the Just Girl project. The EP features five powerful pop anthems that express the raw struggles Ilana has faced and continues to face. In becoming a strong woman, as well as the motto she's adopted to overcome them, the issues she addresses range from body image to social acceptance. While her songs tackle sensitive subjects, her songs remain current and catchy. As you can imagine, we are beyond thrilled to welcome the very talented, very lovely Ilana to the program today. Hello, Ilana. Thank you for joining us. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. We, we, we're loving getting to have you because you have created such a remarkable kind of movement around empowering females through your musical talent. When did this all start for you? Have you been singing since as long as you can remember? Um, yeah, I've been singing since I was about five. And um, I have a younger sister, so I've always always wanted to mentor younger girls. So that was kind of how it came about. And so um, I listened to your EP, and it was just amazing. I, I think it's incredibly great to mix in music with female empowerment. So what kind of issues do you try to spread through your music? Well, um, I've struggled in the past with eating disorders my whole life, and um, I struggled with mental illness and a bunch of other stuff, bullying. So I really wanted to talk about everything. So I talk about body image, um, you know, mean girl syndrome, um, you know, depression, anxiety. I just feel like 
there's not really an artist right now doing that. They're kind of like touching on it, but no one's really talking about the really dark stuff. And I think that people need to be doing that. So I wanted to write music talking about my experiences and hopefully girls could relate to that. Yeah. And who do you consider the target audience of your music? I mean, obviously these issues are primarily woman and female issues, but do you think these are issues that young boys need to be aware of as well? Are they kind of part of the problem of perpetuating these issues? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I mean, a lot of people that I, that supported me with this project were actually dads and boys. I mean, I mean, I am all about incorporating guys. I think girls can, should be better to make guys better and vice versa. So, But my real audience, if you want to go on like a marketing level, is probably girls, you know, in middle school to college. Um, I just have a really strong passion for like connecting with girls in high school. I had such a hard time in high school and I... I want them to know it gets better. <laughs> and so I wanted to kind of give them a sense of things they could do to kind of work through these problems. Because, you know, life changes a lot from when you're 15 to when you're 25. Yeah. And I, what you said before, like, I listen to the radio and I don't think I hear, like, as a girl in high school, like, like the music that they play in school or that I listen to with my friends, I don't think there's enough like uh, substance in the lyrics that makes me think about the current current society and what girls are going through and how it gets better for them. So what's the response been like from your fans? Um, well, so I kind of switched genres. I used to be like an underground dance music. So people were kind of like weirded out that I wanted to do music. <laughs> pop but um I started I did a crowdfunding campaign and we raised over $27,000 so it got a really great response I'm blown away by people's support just I put myself out there and did a video and I tried my best to be extremely honest and not hold back and not sugarcoat anything and I write a blog about just the things that make me so uncomfortable with myself and I feel like people people like that they like someone that's just being real. So I try my best to be real, but obviously, you know, it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How is it being completely candid like that and really putting yourself out there, you know, bare limbs and all, was it difficult you difficult for you initially to open yourself up like that? Or has it kind of gotten easier? It was really hard. I've never told anyone that I have had anorexia. You know, I've not even my parents knew. So And I had it when I was, like, 15. So it's been, like, over 10 years that I've struggled with it. So, like, and I'm, I mean, I don't have it anymore. But it was just great to to tell the world that and actually have people look at it like, okay, this person's trying to share it, not to get attention, but to use it as a learning tool. And that's honestly how I feel. I mean, I 100% want to help girls. That's that's why I'm doing this. So if I can share with them that sort of connective experience, I think that, you know, that would be helpful. But it's really hard. It's embarrassing, you know. It's not something people mm-hmm. want to tell people. It's it's a weird thing to tell people. So Yeah, but also I think that um, that vulnerability that you put into your music makes it that much more real and ma- that much more relatable Thank for you. girls. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just so great. And, like, uh, it, I think that like the support that you got from your your crowdfunding campaign i think that really showed like this amount of support that you got so is your dream really coming true since your campaign started um yeah actually i mean i've 
I run my own marketing company, so I was really excited to finally do crowdfunding for myself because I do it for other people. And so now, like, I'm able to kind of balance music and that. And I just want to make an empire, really, of, like, honesty. And maybe people think that's a little weird. But I love the fact that people are coming to me and appreciating the fact that I just, I'm very honest. I don't believe as girls, we should ever hold back. We should be completely raw. And that's really where my, where my dream lies. And I'd love to be the next Taylor Swift. Don't get me wrong. But I, (laughs) the fact that I have girls coming to me and saying that my music touches them, that is just, I, I can't put into words. Like that's my, all I want to do is, is make them smile and know that things get better. Cause I know how horrible high school can be. And I just want them to know it can get better no matter what. Yeah, so it's my better. dream, honestly, just to help them. I 100%. That's how I feel. So that's incredible. And you know, we need that kind of force of positivity, particularly online and in social yeah. media. How do you think social media impacts girls' perceptions of themselves? And what are you doing to change that? Yeah, so thanks for that. Um, I actually do. So I do social media as like my day job. And I've found a lot of accounts devoted to like pro self-harm and pro bulimia or pro anorexia. And it made me so sad. And I wasn't judging these girls at all because I've been that girl. But I was, I felt just like hopeless. And so that was actually what inspired me to turn my music into something functional. Because I had already written these songs and I was like, I can actually use this. So I think social media is the best and the worst thing for girls. You know, like selfies are great writing positive things are great, but then you also have these really unfortunate bits of kernels of like hatred. And I think girls kind of look at that and it makes them feel really bad. So I'm trying to perpetuate like an honest, positive culture with this movement, you know, and I'm just hoping that music kind of creeps into people's minds a little bit more. It's a less, it's, it's less intrusive, you know, than like putting out a campaign, I think. And so with this, yeah, with this campaign, uh, it's really definitely affected your fans. But how do you think it's affected you as a musician and as just a, a woman and as a person in general? Um, it's it's really draining. I mean, I don't I don't really think I can explain it. Like just, you know, having someone that's gone through what she's gone through. I mean, everyone's gone through stuff. But and having to, like, tell people is very draining and really scary it's just, it's so scary. And before this, I just was kind of a musician. I wrote stuff for TV. Like I was never truthful in my music, I don't think. And finally being truthful, it's like cleansing. So that's kind of how it's affected me. I feel like I'm growing up. I always wanted to be famous my whole life. And now I'm at the point where I genuinely wholeheartedly more so want to affect girls than I want to be famous. And that's what this experience did. It made me realize that I want to devote my life to being a mentor rather than a famous person. And I'm not saying that that's like a better thing. That's just how I feel. So -hmm. that's how this, that's totally something this experience. And I had so many mom and dads come to me and share their stories with me. And it was awesome. And I loved listening to their stories. So, yeah. Well, I I can imagine that was probably really, really eye opening. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So where do you see this movement taking you maybe five years from now, 10 years from now? Do you see it continuing on for as long as you could possibly continue? Yeah. So no one knows this, but I want to start a foundation. It's kind of uh, where I can give money to girls that want to be singers and songwriters and basically make their dreams come true. Just so they don't need record labels because I've dealt with record labels. It's not fun. 
And um, <laughs> I want to let them be do whatever they want to do. And I want to do really positive stuff. Um, you know, my sisters definitely encourage me to do that. I also want to start a nonprofit. Um, I want to keep the culture going and I'm doing a music video for my body. It's going to be very controversial and really raw, maybe uncomfortable. So I want to just keep putting music out there that makes people a little uncomfortable. I think, I don't know. I think that's a good thing. So that's really what I'm trying to do with just girl. I'm trying to take the middleman out and the hierarchy out and do my own thing. I don't want a record label. I want to do it myself. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really great. I've heard some, well, not personally, because I don't know any, like, I I don't have any connections, but I've heard a lot of horror stories about record labels and how they can really, like, they don't let you do what you want to do, but they perpetuate their own idea of what they want you to be. And I think that's really great that you're branching out and doing what you want to do. Thank you. So Lana has, uh, Ilana has a treat for us today, a rendition of her song, My Body. So let's take a listen. Killing my sound 
Wow, that is so incredible. And Ilana, I am so excited for the music video to come out with that. I think you're really sparking a fantastic discussion on what it means to love your body and you're shaking things up a little bit. You're riling it up. You're making people think. And as you mentioned, making people a little uncomfortable. And I think that is a good thing, in fact. So thank you very much for all the work you're doing. And thank you for joining us on the program today and sharing all your insight. Keep up the great work and we will keep rooting for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And you are even more awesome. And I'm so glad I had the opportunity to speak with you. And I want everyone during the break to be sure to check out Ilana's website at Ilana Harvicky. I'm sorry, IlanaHarkavy.com. And read a little more on the Just Girl Project. It's really shaking things up. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Jennifer Lee. Also, during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be the Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on dreams. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of dreams. And I'm Jennifer Lee. We're going to get a slightly different perspective on the topic now from our reporter, Brigitte Gia. Brigitte is a high school student who's a lover of Japanese manga, and she's back with another installment of her segment, Art Attack. Hi, Brigitte. What does art reveal to us about dreams? Hey guys, it's Brigitte, and today we're going to be discussing the projection of dreams onto a canvas, sheet of newsprint, clay mold, and any other medium of art in this week's segment of Art Attack. The subconscious is a fine specimen of the oddest settings and subjects the brain can devise. 
There are a multitude of artists who decided to illustrate this desire through their works, resulting in a range of different artistic movements and pieces, with some of the most interesting portrayals to meet the human eye. So, without further ado, here is a list of five works inspired by the human subconscious and its mysteries. Number one, Loi du Silence. The painting, a work created by Max Ernst, brings a sense of foreboding in the ominous clouds clustered around its right uppermost corner. The darkening sky kind of looms over the main subject of the painting, which is a great mossy structure that seems simultaneously man-made and of natural birthings. The clouds above it seem to have formed a negative circle in the sky, so the sky is kind of blocked out, except a little circle in the left uppermost corner of the piece, and it's shining down on the aforementioned structure. And the entire painting itself has a kind of gold mixed with green, shadowed with black kind of color scheme. And the whole thing really dominates the eye, and the scene is very beautiful and very dark at the same time. The framework, the subject of the painting, really stands out like this big structure in the middle of this entire painting. And it really isn't a landmark that can be found in the natural world. So this huge structure in the painting is just gold and mossy green, and it's really crazy how Ernst was able to paint such a thing, because he probably had no reference either, except in his dreams. Number two on the list is Ariadne by Giorgio di Chirico. Another contemporary surrealist work, di Chirico's Ariadne is a kind of dreamlike work, and it portrays a stone setting in its kind of surreal, futuristic universe. There are a lot of shadows in this piece, and it kind of brings out its dreamlike dynamic, and the painting is definitely very futuristic and distant. There are a lot of rectangles as well in this piece, a lot of structural shapes. There are not a lot of curves, there are more lines and shadows, and it's a very linear piece. It's crazy how our subconscious could concoct such a scene, because everything in the painting is really imposing and futuristic, and... Di Chirico was able to paint this all without having, again, a reference. Uh, there is a reference to a kind of futuristic type thing with a little singular steam train in the background of the painting, but otherwise it's all totally from his dreamscape, and he really had no other references. All right, work number three is The Tilled Field by Joan Miro. This piece is a little wild. <laughs> there are so many things happening, from like the waving flags in the background to a little bull in the back of the scene, that your eyes are kind of confused afterwards from being dragged around to so many points of interest. What makes this piece really unique and intriguing, though, is the fact that Miro actually pulled his political opinions into the mix of Dreamscape. So this painting is one of his many works that kind of show his political standings on Spain's turmoil in the first half of the 20th century. So the Spanish painter was able to pull in his own political opinions into this work. So it's really nice how he was able to mix what, an inspiration from his dreamscape into the kind of workings of Spain's government status. And it's really unique. All right, number four. What would this list be without a work from Dali? Because Salvador Dali is definitely the king of the subconscious. Although The Persistence of Memory is one of his more well-known pieces, Temptation of St. Anthony is definitely a dream force to be reckoned with. The front and center subject is probably the glowing, magnificent steed leading the parade of sins and temptations before Anthony's eyes in this painting. 
uh, all the animals in this painting have kind of weird, spindly, stretched out legs that look like little threads. And so that's probably an inspiration from his dream, and he probably got it from his dreamscape. So they're all very tall, and they all got thin, small legs. And it's definitely a sight from our weirdest and most unrelatable dreamscapes, which was all inspired by the subconscious. Last but not least on the list of dreaming wonders is the Garden of Earthly Delights, a Hieronymus Bosch, Bosch painting that is quirky and mishapen from top to bottom. The sheer number of situations in the painting is beautiful in itself because it's so intricate and really Bosch was able to create this huge three-panel painting with all these tiny little details. It's really beautiful. The first panel of the three-paneled work depicts the creation as told by the Bible with Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden. But the depiction of the garden is dominated by kind of strange versions of Earth species and in the middle of it all is this giant magenta pink light red type fountain with a really surreally symmetrical form. It's got weird features and it kind of gives you the impression of a face in the fountain. It's, it's just really weirdly shaped. And the second largest panel depicts humankind in all its glory and wretchedness with pools of splendor and magnificently odd structures. It's got weird bluish blobs that kind of take the form of buildings, and you've got a lot of more surrealist-type animals who are running around, and it's, it's definitely a very dream-inspired landscape. And then the third panel displays total chaos and calamity and the breaking down of everything we know. But this specific work isn't really strange in just one way. It's not just the intricacies that make it really interesting. I found it really unique that Bosch, or Bosch, who lived in the 15th and 16th centuries, managed to come up with a painting kind of starring subjects that possess surrealist characteristics. Because surrealism was more of a movement that came much later. I guess the human subconscious really works the same way, even if it's centuries afterwards. So dreams and the subconscious mind dig us some incredible fodder for inspiration. Artwork, literature, and even inventions such as the sewing machine came about through a sleeping epiphany. Keep dreaming, guys. You never know what your subconscious is going to pull up. Wow, that is so great. And like, you know, like I always say, Bridgie, your segments are so well-researched, and I love hearing about all these paintings that a lot of us really aren't that familiar with. You know, like you mentioned, um, mm -hmm. Dolly's The Persistence of Memory. I've seen that so many times, but I actually didn't know about The Temptation of St. Anthony. So thank you for enlightening me on that. <laughs> and my how do you think that these artists were able to create such eerily abnormal scenes? Does it have to do with the power of color? Um, Most definitely. I think color can be used as a weapon to create a kind of sharp foreboding scene. So the artists in this segment really used different oddities and color schemes to confront the audience with surrealist paintings. The contortions of the figures in the paintings give off an air of kind of abnormal abnormality. And like, it's not something you really see in everyday life. So the feeling of distance is us that's usually brought up by a dream is kind of conveyed through the painting. 
Yeah, I love these surrealist paintings, even though they're not all from the surrealist moment. So thank you, Brigitte, for adding your insight to this really intriguing topic. Indeed, art can serve as a magic, magnificent and magical conveyor of all that dreams stand to offer us. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this show gave us an in-depth look at the power of dreams. And our dreams are the ingredients for living a sensational life. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Michael. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Jennifer Lee. And I'm Hannah Hundel, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember... Be kind, be a dreamer, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.